Hello everyone, welcome to episode 47 of the Phoenix Experiment. So today I read a post uh, from one of my friends on Facebook and I'm really excited for her. She has just been taking some massive action lately and she's starting her own business and I am so impressed and I am also feeling like, gosh, you know, like a little down on myself about it because she has been doing exactly what I've been thinking about doing but have been too afraid to do, which is essentially go out and talk to people. Um, and it's not... Like she's been asking her friends and you know the people that are in her network, hey, what do you think? Would you would you consult with me if I were to do this? And it's such an easy question and such a fair question, but I feel like so afraid to ask it because I can't help but feel like everybody in my network will be like, no way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. That's a silly idea. I wouldn't go talk to you about that. Or it just, I'm afraid of rejection. And so by being afraid of rejection, I don't make a move at all. And then here's my friend over here, and she is just killing it. She's asking all these questions. She's getting feedback, and she's like, you know what? So she's validating whether or not she should move forward with this. And people are telling her, yes, do it. I would totally consult with you. You know, I would really like that. And so so she is challenging me without even knowing it. Well, I did send her a message, and I asked if we could talk. And... Um, I, I hope that she responds and I hope that we are able to get on the phone together. Um, but I, I really feel like, so the thing that she would consult about would be, she'd consult about two things, travel and, uh, and financial advice. Um, and I, I just love that she's just taken action. She's just gotten up and she said, hey guys, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Would you work with me? And everyone's like, yes, we totally would. So she's going to build a business around it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I am. That's what I need to do. But I haven't done it because I'm just like, I, I don't, I know part of what's stopping me is the fear of rejection. And just in my mind, I just think that nobody wants to hear from me. And I do, I feel that way. And I don't know why I feel that way. And maybe part of it is because I don't really have a, a an active social life. Like I don't, I don't feel lonely. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything necessarily. You know, I don't, I don't feel any of that. I don't feel like I, I, you know, I, like I just don't have a life you know I feel I feel very excited in life and I feel like I have a lot going for me and a lot going on in life and but the reality is I don't have a lot of people in my life and you know like everyone in my network I have like three people that I I regularly talk to and it's all on the phone like I don't really meet up with anybody ever I have one friend who lives in the same city as me and and that's it like one real friend like that we talk about regular things um and I, so I don't really have a network that is, 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 I'm not active in any networks, you know, I'm not like, where she at, she's active all the time, like I see her posting Facebook 
posts all the time. So she's been out traveling and she's been doing all these different things and she's posting all the time about it. And then she's interviewed other people or excuse me, other people have interviewed her on their podcasts and, and things like that. And she posts about it. So she's very active in Facebook. And so people are very much aware of what's going on in her life and, you know, business wise. And so this is all a very natural conversation for her to be having with everybody. But I don't do that. So it feels totally unnatural to me to go out into my market and say, or to my network and say, hey guys, what do you think if I did this? I would just, I would feel silly and maybe maybe a little disingenuine uh, because I just don't get, I don't put myself out there very regularly. So maybe what I need to do is start posting on Facebook like every day just to let people know what's going on in my life and to maybe get some engagement with people so that I don't feel so silly about doing it Uh, because I don't want to be I don't want to just post you know once a year to ask a question like I, I really do want to engage people and I want to be engaged with them And so I think that maybe what I need to do to start to maybe help me let go of some of that fear is to just start posting on Facebook. You know, I haven't done that in so many years, you know, regularly. Every once in a while I'll post a picture or something, but I don't post what I'm doing. I don't post what I'm thinking. I don't, none of that. But maybe that's why I don't have a network. You know, that's why I don't have like an active network. That's why I'm not... You know, people don't call me and I don't call people, you know, it just, I'm, I'm very, I very much live a loner lifestyle, like very much. I don't in any way feel unfulfilled by that. I don't, I mean, okay, that's not entirely true. I, I do feel like I want a community. I want to be connected to people. I want to help people. I want to re, to reach out and just be friends with people and have them reach out to me. I want to, you know, meet for coffee and just hang out. Like I would, I would love to do that. Um, so, so don't, don't get me wrong. I don't feel like, um, I don't feel lonely is my point. I want community. I want friendships, uh, and, and I want engagement in life, in my life and in, in other lives. Like I want to be engaged in somebody else's life. I definitely want that in my life, but it's not something that I've actively pursued and therefore I don't have it. And so my friend does have it. She definitely has it. And she is, is very engaged. Um, and that's awesome, you know, and I, I look up to that. I aspire to that. So I, I do hope that, again, she'll be able to talk on the phone with me. Uh, I haven't gotten her response yet, but I hope that we can talk and, and then I can let you know how that conversation goes. But also, I really feel like maybe that's just what I need to do. I just need to put myself out there, you know, stop being afraid of what people might think and just put myself out there and start a conversation. And if I start a conversation, someone will engage, you know, and maybe it'll take a little while for, for a lot of people to start engaging because I'm, I never post anything. So no one's watching out for me. No one's wondering what Stephanie's going to say next because Stephanie never talks. So if I start to talk, then people will start to, to listen. So maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe tonight I should post something. 
I think I may have just talked myself into it. <laughs> so thank you for that. So the other thing I want to talk to you about is this book that I'm reading. Um, I've talked about it before. I'm not reading it actively. I mean, it, uh, I read it for a while and I took like a, a couple weeks off at least two weeks I haven't touched it I think and I just picked it up again today it's the this will make you smarter the one that was edited by John Brockman about the uh, new scientific concepts to improve your thinking well there was one episode or not episode excuse me there was one essay that I read today that was really like huh it really got me thinking you know and it's really something I never considered before the name of the essay is called The Name Game by Stuart Firestein, who is a neuroscientist and chair of the Department of Biological Sciences at Columbia University, or at least in 2012. I don't know what he's doing today. But he talked about the, the idea that uh, when we name things, it's like we stop thinking about them or like as though naming something answers all the questions about that thing like when we give it a name we no longer wonder what else there is to it we assume we already know because it has a name so for instance uh, when and the other piece of that too is in science and in in you know general life there are a lot of words that are used that are the same but they mean completely different things for instance force in science means something very different from force in the general language in the general popular the way that the general population would use the word force um, they don't mean the same things. Uh, or another example he gave would be law, for instance. Law in science is very different from law in the general population. So when, when we're using these words, you know, when a scientist is trying to bring, you know, scientific ideas to a lay audience, and they're using these scientific words like force and law, it's really hard for people to grasp because they, when they think force and law, they're thinking of something entirely different than what the scientist is actually talking about. So I, I love this, this idea. I, mean, I think that's great. That, that, that he makes a great point where if we are going to name things, because we have to name them in order to talk about them, because how else are we going to talk about something if we don't give it a name? Like It make, just makes it much easier to understand what it is that we're all talking about rather than describing something every single time. If we give it a name then, and everybody agrees on that name, then there's nothing to describe. We know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, but we have to be cognizant of the names that we're giving it for a few reasons. One being the dichotomy of the uh, different, you know, science versus 
layperson or scientist versus layperson, their language. And the other thing that was just really fascinating to me, and I really want to find a quote that I can read to you, is just that, let's see. One of the easiest mistakes, even among working scientists, is to believe that labeling something has somehow or other added to an explanation or understanding of it. Worse than that, we use it all the time when we're teaching, leading students to believe that a phenomenon named is a phenomenon known, and that to know the name is to know the phenomenon. It's what I and others have called the nominal fallacy. In biology especially, we have labels for everything. Molecules, anatomical parts, physiological functions, organisms, ideas, hypotheses. The nominal fallacy is the error of believing that the label carries explanatory information. I love that. I mean, I think that's so... Wow, like I never thought of that before. I never considered that, but that's so true. And, and so now I'm thinking, gosh, what else is it in my life that has a name, that has a label, that because of that name and label, I have stopped thinking any more beyond, you know, this desk in front of me, for instance, desk, that has a name, okay? And so I associate a particular explanation to desk, and I think nothing else of it. But if I... If I didn't think, you know, if we didn't think of, of the, the, the name as containing the entire explanation of the thing, as though there were nothing more to know about it, then I might look at a desk and see so many different things. I could look at a desk and I could see a bed. I could look at a desk and I could see a, workspa- a workplace. I could look at a desk and I could see a step. I could look at a desk and I could see a shelf. You know, all these different things that we have names for. If if the name itself didn't define the thing I was looking at in my mind, then I could see so many different uses for each thing in my life. And in some ways, I think that that would be very uh, empowering or inspiring But in other ways, I think it might be uh, uh, maybe detrimental or a deterrent because naming things while we we definitely uh, need to be wary of assigning... Of, of cutting off all other possibilities about that thing once it gets a name. I think we definitely need to be wary of that as uh, the essay describes. I, I think that there is a, a use for the name because without the name, if we had to, you know, if we, it, it basically, it gives us focus. A name gives us focus. Without a name, we our ideas could just be all over the place and our mind could be all over the place. But instead, I say, you know what? I'm going to sit at the desk. And then all I see in front of me is a desk. I don't see a, pot- a potential shelf. I don't see a potential bed. I don't see a potential stepping stone. I, don't, I see nothing. I see a desk. And it allows me focus with a name. So 
I definitely think that that's an idea I'd like to explore more just in my mind as I'm walking throughout the day like wow what what else am I missing by assuming that I have all the answers because it has a name so think about that what else what's in your life what's in front of you right now that has a name and maybe not even a physical thing but maybe you know uh, love for instance we've named love okay well what is love and and maybe that's not a great example because i feel like there's a lot of different definitions of what love is so maybe it does have to be something a little bit more specific um travel maybe travel is is pretty clear you know it's going from one place to another but what and so we think that that's all travel that's what travel encompasses that's what it is because that's the name uh but what about what if there was more to it what if we didn't name it travel and assign the property of travel of going from one place to another and what if within travel the you know if, if there was also the aspect of of learning and meeting new people and expanding your mind and expanding your horizons and all of these things and now all of these things are encompassed in travel but not in the name travel not when you think of just the word travel you don't think about all that it comes with traveling you think only of i'm going to get from a to b i'm going to travel does that make sense so think about think about it in your life like think of another word that that you could use that has a name that if it didn't have a name already assigned to it what else could it possibly encompass okay i think i'm going to leave you with that it has been a pleasure to chat with you tonight and i look forward to chatting with you tomorrow